0: Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Today's podcast comes courtesy of the Tech Talker Facebook page. Reader Sanaz, better known to our fans as the Savvy House Call Doctor, wrote in asking about how to pick out a new laptop. Thanks, Sanaz. What a great question. Today I will be tackling the topic about how to look for and buy a new computer. First off, if you haven't listened to my episode on what's inside your computer, go check it out now as it will give you a much better idea about some of the things I will be mentioning later in this episode. Go ahead, I'll wait. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash techtalker. Alright, so your current computer is a hunk of junk and you've been putting off upgrading to a new model for way too long. Well, let me break the decision process down for you to make it easy. The key is to make a list of what you'll be doing on your computer, so ask yourself these questions. Will you be doing a lot of video or picture editing? Would you like to be able to take your computer everywhere you go? Will you be playing a lot of video games or just browsing the web? Will you need lots of storage space on the hard drive? Do you need to install many different programs? Will you be watching videos and movies? Actually, writing out how you'll be using your computer will help you to outline the features you want, and more importantly, the price range that these features will fall into. Now that you're armed with your list of requirements, let's decide the form factor for your new computer. If you're a very casual user who wants to check email, browse the internet, and watch a YouTube video every now and then, you might want to look for something like an iPad. It's small, light, portable, functional, and user-friendly. If you're looking for portability, battery life, and a full operating system, you might want to go for a Netbook or a MacBook Air. Sometimes the mobile devices like popular tablets may not support some of the software that you need. Netbooks and the MacBook Air give you great portability and have much more functionality than tablets or smartphones. If you'll be doing some more intensive work like video editing but still want to remain portable and have a larger screen, a laptop is probably the best for you. And if you want a huge screen, multiple drives, and much more expandability, then you're probably looking at a desktop. Phew. Okay, now that you've nailed down the form factor, you've got to make a decision whether you want the Apple operating system or Microsoft operating system as your base. Now I'll go into much more depth about this decision in a future episode, but making that call will narrow down your options by a wide margin. The next step is checking out all of the specifications. Now this is my favorite part of the process, but I realize that for many people, this is the reason that they probably have held off buying a computer for so long. So how many cores, bits, gigabytes, and pixels do you really need? Which drive should you get, and how much RAM will you need? Well let's knock out the easy one. Check out my episode on solid state drives versus hard disk drives to see the pros and cons of each. Once you're more familiar with these two options, you can decide on the right type of hard drive and the cost point that works for you. Okay, now remember, drive size is measured in gigabytes, and if you're going for a solid-state drive, opt for nothing lower than 60 gigabytes, and if you're looking for a hard disk drive, I would get at least 500 gigabytes. This will give you room to expand in the future. Next is RAM, or your computer's short-term memory. RAM is fairly cheap, and it's something that can almost always be added into a system later. So for today's computers, I recommend at least 4 gigabytes for good performance, but you can always cut back if you're going to be using a smaller computer like a netbook. Then there's your screen size and battery life. These are pretty much going to be based on user preference, but ultimately your decision will come down to the cost. The thing that gets most people when picking out a computer is the type of processor and the amount of cores available. A core is another processing unit on a computer, and it's rare nowadays to find any single core processors. Most are dual core. Basically, the more cores, the better performance at multitasking a computer will be. And the higher number of gigahertz is the faster your computer will be. Right now I have a laptop running a dual core 2.6 GHz processor and it works great for videos, multitasking, and some light gaming. However, for the standard computer user, speed is more relevant than the number of cores. But speed can also vary widely, anywhere from 2 to 4 GHz. This term GHz refers to how many calculations per second the processor can crank out. So 2 GHz is about 2 billion calculations per second. The processor is something that I would recommend investing the most cash into. If you're buying a laptop, it would be extremely difficult, if not impossible, to replace this piece after the fact. And even for desktops, I wouldn't recommend the average computer user going and rooting around inside their machine. My rule of thumb here is to get the best processor in your price range, and even consider scaling back on your hard drive and memory so as to have more money to put towards a better processor. The big name brands are AMD and Intel. So if you see something that says i3, i5, or i7, this is an Intel chip. If you go and check out the show notes, I've posted a link on how to compare AMD and Intel processors. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For listeners of this podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Okay, now I know you've heard me mention this before, but I listen to audiobooks all the time while I'm working out, commuting, and especially for long drives. And Audible makes it even easier, because they have apps for almost every type of smartphone on the market. These apps are easy to use, and they let you take your audiobooks wherever you go. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash techtalker. That's audiblepodcast.com slash All Alright, you're through the worst of it now. You know what form factor you want, and the specs you're interested in comparing. Now it's time to take a test drive. So go check out your local computer store and try out some computers. See how long each one takes to start up, open applications, and see how it performs in general. I've tried a bunch of computers that seemed amazing on paper, but just didn't cut it when I actually put my hands on the keyboard. And the most important thing here is to make sure you like how the hardware works. Now, I say this because my current laptop has a trackpad that I didn't like at first, but now it absolutely drives me nuts. I thought I would grow used to it, but I should have known better. If I didn't like it then, I would hate it later on. Even if you're looking to purchase your computer online, I would still go check out some physical models because you never know what feature they may have that will be important to you after you try it out. Finally, it's time to compare prices. This will be different for everyone, but some great sites for computer comparisons shopping are Newegg, Tiger Direct, and Amazon. If you're looking to buy a computer at a store, I suggest Costco because of its stellar return policy. So here are your 5 quick and dirty steps to picking out an awesome computer. 1. Make a list of what you'll be using your new computer for. 2. Decide on which form factor works best for you, whether that's a tablet, netbook, laptop, or desktop. 3. Compare specs of different models. 4. Do some testing to make sure you're comfortable with how the physical hardware looks and feels. 5. comparison shop online and in-store. Okay, now this topic is a big one, and I realize that many of you will have questions about specific aspects of a computer that I didn't mention in today's episode. If you think I missed something or want me to go into more detail about a certain topic, just post on the Tech Talker Facebook wall or shoot me an email at techtalker at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.